This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning. We're into part three of this series uh, where we're teaming up with Selcom Digi. Uh, and with me is uh, Afis Abdullah. He is the Chief Enterprise Business Officer over at Selcom Digi. And as we enter a new era of connectivity, the public sector is poised to undergo a remarkable transformation with 5G tech enabling the delivery of enhanced services to citizens. And today we're going to be discussing how a 5G-enabled public sector can revolutionize services for citizens, advancing society by driving efficiency, improving accessibility and fostering innovation across various government agencies. We'll be also exploring the future of public services and the role of 5G tech in shaping Malaysia's digital landscape right here on Tech Talk with Afiz. Uh, it's all about revolutionizing services for citizens and advancing society through a 5G-enabled public sector Afiz, I see you, you're here again, uh, and I, I joked with you last time that I haven't scared you off yet, and clearly, definitely not with you here, being here on your third episode. Now, I, I want to ask you, how do you see 5G tech transforming public services, and what specific use cases do you see emerging in areas like healthcare, transportation, public safety, uh, and that kind of thing? Uh, thank you, Richard. Uh, good question. Um, when I was here the last time, we spoke about 5G. And in mm. general, 5G have uh, um, three um, distinct characteristics. One is about speed, um, lower latency, and of course, uh, last but not least, uh, um, millions of connections that they can do. And that's an important part of 5G when you look at that. When you take public sector context into it and you say, what do we see in healthcare? or what do we see in transportation, mm. and what do we see in public safety, we can s certainly apply these three characteristics into those uh, um, uh, private sector areas. When you look at public safety, uh, we can take high speed, um, low latency to look at surveillance. So now surveillance becomes something that we can be um, a little bit more efficient, or not not a little bit more efficient, a lot more efficient. Um, imagine if you used to have uh, CCTVs. Now you have CCTVs that are AI-backed, uh, CCTVs that could understand um, peer recognition, could mm -hmm. understand uh, facial recognition, mm -hmm. and this allows us to have uh, um, better security uh, uh, overall. Um, if you look at healthcare, uh, potentially we could do a remote uh, diagnostics um, I won't go to remote surgery uh, at this point, but certainly we could do remote uh, um, uh, appointments right. when, uh, you know, areas where you may have a, a shortfall of doctors, areas where it's a bit more difficult for doctors to go to, you suddenly can have a remote uh, appointments and uh, doctors can just uh, see you um, over a call mm. that has lower latency. So it allows you to speak to the doctor a lot more uh, effectively. Mm -hmm. And the doctor can also see you and diagnose you a lot more effectively over the call. I don't yeah. think we that much uh, 
too far in the future before we are talking about remote surgery. Uh, as scary as that might sound right now, it is something that's very not, true, yeah, very not, true. not too far away. It right? is, I, I believe it's in the cards. Yeah, yeah. Now, and in what role do you see 5G tech playing in enabling things like smart city initiatives? And what benefits do you believe it will bring both to the citizens and to the local authorities? I'm 100% sure that it would improve the quality of life. And it would allow um, people to have uh, more access to information, number one. Uh, imagine if all the buses are connected, mm. uh, all the uh, um, right for hire vehicles are connected. It allows for better monitoring, uh, better control, um, better um, uh, information to the uh, um, end user. It allows also better information to the enforcers. It allows better information to the town planners. Mm. So now you see routes, which routes are a lot heavier, which routes are a lot less people going on that route. So now it, it allows you to plan better. And that gives you efficiency. And that efficiency will become more effective mm. uh, over time. Right? Mm. And it can also do things like, um, you know, optimizing the routes and whatever, thereby sure. long term reducing carbon footprints and, and that kind of For thing. For sure. I, I foresee that to happen as well. I, imagine if you if you not only uh, have better uh, routes, you from better routes, you improve uh, carbon footprint, but you also improve other things. Right? You improve wear and tear. Mm. You improve wear and tear on the vehicles. You improve uh, waiting time. You you improve so many elements, and I think in just but sheer improvement of the quality of life is something that we look forward to. Mm-hmm. Just before we take a short break, then, how do you think the adoption of five G tech impacts the public sector's ability to collect and analyze data? Uh, and what challenges do you foresee in terms of data security and privacy? Because there's there are things that are, are sticky with the public. Uh, for sure. When you look at uh, collecting and analyzing data, I think what will happen is that with uh, 5G and AI, um, we'll do it faster. Uh, and 5G, of course, one of the things that 5G uh, promises is more reliability in terms of connectivity. So you're not only faster, but reliable. Mm. The thing that we need to watch out for is that when we collect a lot of data, is that we need to look at data security and privacy. And this is something that uh, you have to do um, uh, beforehand, uh, and this is something that you know increase volume, uh, the da- the amount of data that you're transmitting. So you need to have that guardrails up front. You need to be thinking up front. How do I manage this volume of data? How do I manage the security of the data? Because one thing that you want to um, promise to the uh, citizens is that you want to promise that their privacy is intact. Mm. You want to promise the security of the data is intact, mm-hmm. and with both of those things being managed, then it gives you a lot of confidence and a lot more uh, sense of uh, like, you know, data is being collected, not uh, in a way that it will harm me, but it will improve my uh, Mm. overall well-being. Mm. Okay, let's take a short break here. Uh, I'm in the studio, of course, with Afis Abdullah. He is the Chief Enterprise Business Officer over at Cellcom Digi. We're talking about how we're entering a new era of uh, connectivity and how the public sector is poised to undergo a remarkable transformation with 5G tech, enabling the delivery of enhanced services to its citizens. We'll be right back here on Tech Talk on BFM 89.9. Burden-free Malaysia, BFM 
89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Tech Talk. I'm in the studio again with uh, Afis Abdullah, the Chief Enterprise Business Officer over at Telcom DG. Uh, we're exploring the future of public services and the role of 5G tech in shaping Malaysia's digital landscape right here on Tech Talk. Afis, um, just before the break, we were speaking about, you know, enabling things like smart city initiatives. How do you see 5G impacting um, the public sector's ability to work remotely and collaboratively effect- effectively, particularly in light of things like the, the COVID-19 uh, pandemic. We, we saw a big shift uh, and I think a lot of people didn't expect us to be at home for as long and didn't expect us to kind of move as quickly through technology as, as fast as we did. Um, massive. Uh, I think the pandemic uh, um, had a massive impact on everyone. Um, it was a major wake-up call on everyone on the imp- importance of being agile, yeah. uh, importance of being ready for change, and more importantly, the importance of adopting uh, technology and digitalization. That's something that we, we had to do quickly, and we had to figure out how to do it quickly as well. Mm-hmm. So imagine, it's, I think the pandemic, what, what happened was that we were trying to uh, change the wheels while the car was moving. Right. Yeah. Um, even though people say, yeah, it was two years, but yeah, but it was two years of trying to adopt to a completely different way of working, yeah. uh, different lifestyle completely. Yeah. Uh, people who uh, didn't believe in ordering food uh, had to order food. People who didn't believe in technology had to use technology. So mm-hmm. suddenly you realize that uh, it pushed you um, into a corner and you had to react. But imagine, imagine if we were ready. If we were ready, then we would have probably taken a completely different approach. I'm not saying whatever approach that we took was wrong. Mm. Um, I think we did what we had to do based on the information that we had. Mm -mm. But if we were a lot readier, but I, I cannot imagine if we were readier, but if we had things that were in place, um, from a technology point of view, then I think our response would have been faster. Mm. Um, and uh, and this um, clearly shows how when we were rolling out of pandemic, you see that our readiness was much better. Mm. So we were a lot ready to say, let's, let's open up the doors, let's go back to the offices, uh, let's go back to work. And that, I think, allows us to be uh, I'm thinking a lot far uh, further ahead. And it's all because of technology. Yeah. Because you had the systems in place. I, I remember uh, going overseas the first time and I had the application uh, in place. I had my uh, health certificate in place so that even when you go to another country, they recognize you and it allows you to, to move mm. uh, quite easily internationally as mm, well. Mm, mm. Not just domestically, but internationally. And of course, now we're fully open, you know, um, you, you just feel fantastic that you know that we are ready to react uh, if something happens again. And that ability of 5G, which has sped things up in many ways, not just in speed, but in the advance of that tech and allowing us to be quite literally global. You can work from anywhere. You know, you can do anything at any time without there being any kind of lag for the most part, right? Correct. Absolutely right. Um, Imagine things that you couldn't do if 
everyone's already on 5G because of lower latency. Right. Uh, planning, like um, if you were to do something around uh, digitalization of a um, um, factory and you're trying to work on uh, um, some kind of drawing and how you collaborate with another party, you could collaborate so effectively mm. if you were to try to do whiteboarding, something so simple. Right. Something so simple as just whiteboarding in the in the office, which we a lot of us are so used to yeah. doing, we couldn't do it yeah. um, if you had that lag. Yeah. But if you didn't have the lag, I could just stand up. People could watch me on camera, and I could start drawing uh, um, whiteboarding, and and people could just join the whiteboarding mm, mm. because of the lower latency. Mm, mm. And that's something important that um, we may take for granted because in face to face. You don't have latency. Mm, mm. Uh, yeah, that's my latency. <laughs> Sometimes you know, I, I I I do that as well. But but you know, that's something I we do. can overcome. Yeah, yeah, we can overcome. Now, um, finally, just before I let you go for this episode, then um, uh, uh, this is an important thing, an imp- an important aspect to to people who are living at home is is the idea of making sure that five G. And, and as much as we love the idea of it and we talk about it, how do we make sure it's accessible and affordable to all members of the public? And what partnerships are you forming with, you know, like local authorities and, and community organizations to help bridge that digital divide? From a Cellcom DG point of view, um, you know, one thing that we're really working towards is ensuring that no one is left behind. I think that's super important to us uh, as an organization. We want everybody, we want everyone to be included uh, in this uh, 5G journey, in our digitalization journey. Uh, we work closely with the regulators. Um, um, in in the case of uh, telecommunication, we work closely with SKMM or MCMC mm-hmm. on a range of projects. Uh, um, if you recall, on on 4G, we work on the Jandela program uh, uh, with MCMC. Um, as we move forward, we're working together with them on a package perpaduan, for instance, to make uh, mobile and fiber plans more affordable. And these are all plans that we're working uh, together with the regulators mm. and with uh, specific government agencies. Um, we also look into programs on how to empower uh, the underprivileged communities uh, and especially youth and uh, providing them with the right digital skills, the right knowledge. Um, I recall that, you know, we 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 can't just give them a, a handout for say. Uh, what we don't want them to do is that give them a handout and we don't have sustainability. We really, really need to uh, teach them how to fish. Uh, we can't give them the fish. We need to enable them. Uh, we need to allow them to adopt the technology and allow them to flourish from there on. And uh, we've, we've done so many programs, even on a CSR point of view, um, we have the uh, um, uh, entrepreneur program uh, to d- help them digitalize. Uh, we have a youth program in the rural areas where we help them with tuitions. Um, we also help with other government programs that that enable um, uh, people who are underprivileged to take on technology. Because we know for sure um, if we can almost uh, democratize technology, uh, we can liberate them from certain positions that they're currently in. And that's something that, you know, for a lot of us uh, in Cellcom DG, and we call ourselves uh, uh, citizens, uh, we look forward to do that. That's something to wake up for in the morning, you know, mm-hmm. that you're doing something that's going to benefit uh, people not just today, but also in the future. Afis, thank you very much for your time today. 
folks, I've been in the studio again with Afiz Abdullah. He is the Chief Enterprise Business Officer over at Cellcom Digi. Uh, we've been speaking and exploring the future of public services and the role of 5G tech in shaping Malaysia's digital landscape right here on Tech Talk. If you missed any part of the show, I recommend you download the podcast wherever you normally get it from. We recommend the BFM app. It's available in the Apple App Store or Google Play. For Tech Talk, my name is Rich Bradbury here on BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.